Hello, and welcome to Bartel Radio. I'm Cass Enright, founder of Bartel.com. We're here with uh, John Romano, who's the president of the Nickelbrook Brewery. Uh, we're here having a drink at the uh, Independent Boast and Toast, which is a new uh, event series put on by a, a new company called Industry SOS. Welcome, John. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I thought we would just get going by uh, having you tell us about how Nickelbrook came to be. Well, back in 91, we started a company called uh, Better Bitters, and Better Bitters is a home brewing center where we basically teach people to make beer and wine either at home or on premise with us. And over the years, the company has now become one of the largest home brewing centers in Ontario, and it's actually the second largest home brewing center in the country. And we wanted to improve the quality of home brewing of beer and the best way to do that is by doing full mash and it's difficult you know at home you know using you know to do that and even at a, on a brew on premise uh, you mainly use syrups and stuff so we decided to put a brewery in to improve the quality for our home brewers so we put in a small brew house and we started selling wort to our u-brew in the course of, of you know building the brewery um, a lot of other microbreweries opened and 24 for 24 arised and it's become a real burden on a lot of craft breweries. So we decided that uh, you know we couldn't focus just on home brewing because it affected it also. And there's not too many people, you know, you brewing beer when you can buy a case of beer for $24. Those people went that route. So we came out with uh, an ale, which was a, a, a recipe that we had in our U brew, and it was one of our most popular ales. And, and then the second beer we came up with, we have Harold, he's semi-retired now, German brewmaster, he was the original brewmaster at Steam Whistle, and he came back from Germany about uh, two years ago with uh, an apple beer, and he let me try it, and I wasn't that impressed with it, I'm not a f kind of fruity kind of beer guy. Uh, and I, we made a small vat of it and we brought it to the Pepperwood, which is a, 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 a brew pub in Burlington. And we also brought it to a, a festival that is in Hamilton every year. It's a food and beverage festival. It's beers, wines, food. And at both events, the apple beer was the buzz of the event. So I got back and I said, Harold, we're making apple beer. And uh, we brought it to Toronto Beer Festival last year and it went over really well. It launched last year in, in August and you know we kind of summer came real quick and it didn't really have a chance you know it died after summer and we launched it again this spring and it was a big hit for us at the Toronto Beer Fest. We were lined up all day. It was amazing. It was fun. It's great to cook with. It's great to drink on your patio and we were you know we've improved all our beers in the past year. The focus the first year was just to make beer and then the second year was okay we're making beer now let's get it right and you know our lager became organic our, our ale became a red ale our apple became very apple-y uh, and now we've just you know we brought it tonight I just pulled a 20 liter keg off the tank this afternoon we're we're launching a maple porter and we we use raw unfinished local maple syrup and it becomes very nutty and almost fruity after it ages for a period of time so we're, we're getting fun and we've got a lot of you know crafty places that carry a lot of neat things that they'll put whatever we're brewing on tap you know we've got the Wilbur Jarms you know Cafe Volo a lot of these places whatever Tim's brewing funky uh, they'll put on they really enjoy the beers that he's making mm -hmm. yeah well um, you've I, mean, I think I've noticed you guys sort of you know sort of come to from, come from a point where you sort of launched with sort of uh, you know an ale that was you know maybe like it was okay like when it came a, out like what a lot of um, 
like what you see, you know, see in the marketplace a lot to a point where you've really got some interesting beers. And you had the organic white in the summertime. Yeah, we brought out the organic white. The maple porter, the apple beer, which I've always been a big fan of. And what's been uh, what's been pushing you towards doing these more interesting beers? Has it been just uh, you know has it has that that's what people want or it's just a, we're just we're you, finding like? that you know the streamlined places you know the you know the big chains and all that you know they really want the streamlined beers they want their Molson products their Lavats products and a lot of places that will listen to us when we go in to talk to them and say we're a little brewery in Burlington blah 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 and, and we start talking to them and say well what do you got. And when we start naming some of these beers like Maple Porter and, you know, if you go on, the, on a lot of, you know, like your bar town, so it, it, did got, it got very good reviews last year. We're going to come out with a, a Bach for Christmas. We're going to come out with a Scotch Ale in the new year. And we've got about a dozen pubs that basically they've given us a tap there and whatever's coming off our tanks as a specialty, we're going to get. And I think... People, you know, are looking for different things. They're tired of the same old, same old. So when they go in the liquor store, they go into a pub, they see something different. They go, "Give me, let me try that," you know. And, and it may not be long lived, but if you keep making them, you can keep yourself busy making four or five seasonals a year. But tanks are rotating. We're happy. That's great. So. Um so what's it like being a brewer out in Burlington? I don't think there's many out there. Uh, uh, no, there, there's there's none. Uh, you know, I, I, we love what we do. Uh, it, it's a lot of work. I can't believe uh, how much work it is. It, it's it's never ending because you know it's it's a lot of work to make beer, but then selling it is half the battle. And then once you do get an account, you can't just deliver beer. You need to you know educate staff, educate management and owners uh, to keep supporting the product. And you know, like all weekend, I've been bartending at different you know, bars that have our product on tap because you get to know the staff, you're kind of helping them for free that night and, you know, you're educating regulars, educating owners and, and waitresses and waiters and, and you leave that night hoping that, you know, your product will get a little bit more volume and, and it works. Like I've done it over and over again, like even tonight after I'm done here, I'm, I'm going to a staff meeting of a chain and we've gotten a tap and I bartended there on Friday night and I sold more beer in two hours than they have in two weeks that's great you know so it's a never-ending <laughs> so are you, do you see the community out there starting to su support you and, and uh, Burlington's you know. been good like there's been communities like you look at you know I hate to names names now but you look at Oakville for instance you know there's three pretty decent breweries in Oakville and that town doesn't support you can't find them on tap anywhere anywhere and if you go to Burlington there's a lot of places yeah they got their deals with their Molson's boys and Labatt's boys which is fine and, but I'd say half of the places in our community of Burlington support our product and you know we do a lot of work with the Rotary Clubs and the Lion Clubs we were actually Corporate Citizens of the Year for uh, 2006 for the city of Burlington so that really went a long way we won an award with the Chamber of Commerce we were the best new product for 2007 for the Chamber of Commerce so you know we've made some headways locally that way but it's still tough and you know we've got to still work hard it's a seven day uh, 24 hours a day job it, it doesn't end because bar owners change staff change and you got to continually educate and, and groom them because it, it dies and if you don't have that 
momentum constantly, it, it quickly can end. Mm -hmm. Well, I know that I think it, uh, all the beer fans in this province really are appreciating what you, what you guys are doing because I think you're coming out with some really interesting beers. Thank you. Um, so what's 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 the future hold? You mentioned a couple of new beers that you have in the pipeline, but what's what's next for uh, Nickelbrook? Um, I think we're going to look at uh, possibly packaging some of our products signally. We're not sure if we're going to go, uh, we're looking at champagne bottles, we're looking at a canner. We have a couple of problems, you know, we're out of room. <laughs> good <laughs> problem to have. Good problem to have. The brewery doubled, uh, you know, in the first two and a half years, which is... Uh, you know, a, a positive thing, and the trend, you know, we're in the right direction. It's still tough. The brewery's not making money yet, but it, it's on the right track. It's only two and a half years old, and a lot of people told me it would take three to five, and I thought, no, we've been in business for 15 years. It's not going to take yeah. us that long. We'll, we'll be making money in a year or two. Well, I think in today's marketplace, uh, breaking even after two and a half, I think we're doing pretty good. Um, so we're looking at packaging some of our stuff singly because I think a lot of people that buy our types of beers aren't six-pack type people in many cases. They like going to the liquor store, grabbing that box and that has you know eight spots in it and buying two or three of those, one of those, and you know maybe next time they bought one of our apple beer, next time they'll buy a six-pack or maybe two or three, and if maybe they try the maple porter, you know, they, and that's the route I think we're going to take. And it's more difficult to get you know, shelf space in a lot of liquor stores. They're getting more and more limited. There's more and more brands out there. So by going to a single product um, or, you know, a single bottle or a single can, a lot more opportunity for us. And, you know, there's there's a lot of places that, you know, do, do their can night and then you got golf courses and different places that just prefer these single units, right? They don't want to be buying six packs and they want single units they can put on their golf carts and stuff. Sure. and. I think we're going to see more of our products in, in single units, and we're just researching that right now. Great. Well, I think um, it's a uh, uh, it's exciting time for you guys, and um, I know I see some uh, I've seen some really great stuff from you. So I hope uh, wish you all the best, and uh, thank you. It's been really nice chatting with you tonight. Thanks. Thanks, John. Good night.